Welcome to the Clarity Confidence Connection Summit, where women break through barriers, unlock their next level of success, and build bonds with other badass business owners. Your host for this session is Ranchelle Van Bryce. Ranchelle is a business intuitive, sacred commerce coach, author, and podcast and TV show host of Ignite Your Success. She is magnificently obsessed with guiding women to live their best lives. Ranchelle puts her passion into helping women flourish, triumph, and prosper. Whether that's professional success, physical health and wellness, or thriving personal relationships, she moves them towards the something different that they are yearning for. Ranchelle is one of the co-creators of the Clarity Confidence Connection Summit. She has another amazing guest coming right up. Take it away, Ranchelle. You know, every time I say this, and it's so true, I have the most amazing guests ever. <laughs> and I mean it. It's not like I'm making some bullshit story up. It's like every time I'm like, these are different people. So welcome, everyone, whether you're here with us live or you're listening to this afterwards. At some point in time, I want to express uh, my deep gratitudes towards Abigail Teixeira. Um, and because I think you know, it, it takes a bit of bravery and courage, you know, to be on a summit or to do a presentation. It takes a little bit more. Oh, my grandmother used to say, I don't even know what this means, gutspa, to like do this live, right? Like, because you just never know what's going to happen. And there's always something that happens when we're on live. So, you know, Abigail, thanks for saying yes. You know, when we did a call it to speakers, you you raised your hand and you said yes. And you and you said yes to us, but I think more importantly, you said yes to you. So thanks. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm so, so grateful to be here today. Uh, I'm super excited. Now, you're going to talk about the roots of belief. Mm -hmm. Before we um, do that, I want to honor you and talk a little bit about uh, and what you shared with us, you know, in the, in, with your, your bio. And it was, you know, Abby. And so do you prefer Abby or Abigail? Because I want yeah. to... Friends and family call me Abby. Um, my professional name is Abigail, my full legal name, but you're a friend, so you can call me Abby. <laughs> Ooh, I made friends list. Oh, I made the friends list. Okay, awesome. Thanks, Abby. So Abby is a second generation Latina Canadian whose parents immigrated from El Salvador in 1985, escaping a violent civil war happening at that time. Wow, can't imagine, right? Mm -hmm. Over the past seven years, she has diligently worked to overcome deep and painful trauma stemming from a childhood of violence, abuse, and addiction. Through a rigorous journey of personal development, she has achieved a whatever-it-takes attitude and mindset that has led her to a path of holistic healing and recovery. Abby celebrates being a wife, mother, she looks way too young, I thought she was like 12, right? <laughs> uh, entrepreneur, public speaker, international best-selling author and influencer, successfully enjoying a career in nursing for 15 plus years. Okay, I totally wouldn't have guessed that. Uh, and now is pursuing her passion of truly making an impact in her community and beyond by speaking and writing candidly about her ongoing journey through recovery from addiction and mental health struggles. She shares her passion, coaching and mentoring, pardon me, mentoring women, mothers and individuals who are ready for change and are willing to do the work to become the best version of themselves, creating a life, not just of success, but significance. Oh, Okay. <laughs> right? Not just of success, but significance. Mm -hmm. OMG. Yes. <laughs> oh, and Susan says she's an amazing person, oh. right? I get to call her Abby. I, <laughs> <laughs> um, I just want to pause because that for me, just that last sentence, I mean, everything is like, 
really speaking to me. Mm-hmm. But creating a life, not just a success, but significance. Like anybody else feel that significance? Like I'm all teary eyed. I'm an empath and intu- intuitive, right? And I'm like, okay, don't cry, right? Just, just keep your cool around child. But I'm feeling that. I'm feeling that, right? Anybody else feel that? That really, I think what we do crave is that significance. Mm-hmm. And so thank you for sharing that. And thank you for showing up in, in being significant for us. Mm-hmm. Truly, I like, I appreciate it. So why don't we start with, I know you're going you're gonna to share three um, amazing points with us with regards to the roots of belief, but always, I believe, you know, this, uh, our stories are important, um, not necessarily, well, always where we come from, but also the, like, uh, what's on the other side? Mm-hmm. And I think that's the piece, isn't it? In, in recovery and addiction, mm-hmm. it's the other side. And But please um, share with us a little bit more about you and your story. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for that great intro. And just I'm feeling your energy through the screen here. And um, I'm definitely on the brink of emotions just for several different reasons. But um, yeah, just what you touched on with, with significance, you know, like success is very, it's wide ranging, right? And I mean, you talked about me being in nursing for 15 plus years, I've had a successful career in that. Um, And now, you know, I've stepped into a different type of success, um, you know, where I talk about, you know, my recovery, my journey, I'm eight and a half years sober. Um, You know, I'm a mom, I'm a wife. Um, Yeah, just so many different things. And truly, in the in the in the final parts of my day, I think that I will feel at total and utter peace knowing that I made a difference in somebody's life by me showing up um, authentically, truthfully, emotionally, you know, just very real with what I've gone through, um, you know, what I continue to work through, right? And I guess my story, my journey starts, like I said, um, I've been on a recovery and healing journey for the past eight and a half years. And man, what that what that has meant for me has just been an unraveling and really peeling back of the many, many layers of trauma and pain that I had experienced in childhood and early life. And, you know, through this work, um, I've just been able to uncover some deep rooted limiting beliefs and mindsets about myself that really shaped who I became as a as an adult, you know, a young woman. And one of these deeply painful uh, rooted stories that uh, really caused me to lose all sort sort of self-belief um, that really shattered my light and my spirit uh, was when I was about six years old and I was sexually molested by a family acquaintance. And like most predators, you know, he told me that and convinced me that what was happening was normal, that um, it, it, was, it was okay, that my parents knew what was going on, um, that it was going to be our little secret and that if I told anyone, people would be mad at me and that um, no one would believe me anyways, right? And we have to understand what it does to somebody to tell, especially a child, to tell them, him him or her, that what they inherently know, what they viscerally feel in their body is not right, not okay, that it's the total opposite, you know, just totally invalidating, right? And, um, you know, he was right, because when I mustered up the courage to finally tell the adults in my life, um, you know, to kind of speak up about what had happened, um, I was made to confront him and he was, he told me I was, a, I was a liar, that I was making up stories, um, for attention, that he would never do something like this to me, um, or anyone. Right. And so all of our experiences in childhood, especially negative and traumatic ones play such a big role in who we become, um, as adults. 
And the child who is told that what they felt wasn't valid, that what they said was exaggeration, grew up to be the adult who didn't tell others how they felt because they didn't think their emotions were valid, right? And so um, although my example here is a very extreme kind of example, the ripple effects for me um, of that experience were just so significant that it really closed me off from yeah, from that moment on, um, from ever speaking up uh, when subsequent traumatic instances um, happened and situations happened in my life, um, because I started to doubt in myself and in, 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 in believing in myself and my own self-worth, my feelings, uh, they were invalidated. And ultimately, that's what um, really led for me to start coping with all this confusion and trauma and pain with drugs and alcohol, right, which is part of my journey. Um, you know, when I think back to when I was writing this talk, I was really thinking back to, you know, what I was like before that situation, um, you know, because we start remembering things, like I know for me, I remember things from like three, three years old, I have little like snippets of like memories that come up, right? And I just remember just being a very vivacious young girl, you know, and um, the sky was the limit. Uh, there's a story that my, my mom told me of one of the first times we visited, like, uh, like in my bio, my parents are from El Salvador. And one of the first times we went back home, I was around three, three and a half years old. And there was like a celebration going on in our town. And um, they had a live band and there was music playing and like no one was like dancing everyone was like too shy and yeah. here I was you know I waddled my way into the middle of the dance floor and I just started dancing and then everybody was like oh my gosh look at that cute little girl and they all came to the dance floor and started dancing too and it turned into this big party right and you know that's who I was before this happened to me you know and after that everything changed everything changed and the subsequent things that happened like I said, that I that I so much very, very much kept silent about really just closed me off, um, you know, so that once outspoken, playful little girl um, became very painfully shy, um, very, very low self-worth, uh, low self-image. I was very anxious. I started struggling with a lot of anxiety, depression, since, you know, I can remember just became yeah. a shell, a shell of a girl. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, what's interesting is um, like, as I hear you sharing your story, and uh, I said this earlier in, in Christopher's, um, when I talked to Christopher, there's we, we share our story, we can either be in our story or on our story. And I really hear you're on your story, right, Abigail? Mm -hmm. um, pardon me, Abby, because I'm your friend. <laughs> um, right, Th that you're not living in your story, but you're sharing with us a unique perspective and maybe something that we forget, you know, depending on how long, you know, you've been on your personal journey or your spiritual development journey. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's important that we still understand and, and we still have an awareness of how those personal traumas uh, in our life, although we may have moved through some or all of them, they still have an effect on us. And they're, you know, I always say that they're like our, our beliefs are kind of insidious as fuck, right? Mm -hmm. Because there'll be those things that come up. And so, you know, have that like vivacious three-year-old who's dancing and playing the center and everyone's joining her. And then but the effects of the, you know, you're uh, no, you're wrong. That's not what happened. Uh, and how often that can even like subtly show up. Mm -hmm. And when we do the work, like you've, you're, you've done the work, you're doing the work and you realize that, okay, this had this effect and um, what's next for me. And I really feel like what you're sharing with us is there is a what's next. Mm -hmm. And that what you, what you're sharing with us is the, the what's next is part of the journey, part of the process. And, and maybe even some of what you want to share with us. I mean, we, we have a, li a limited um, 
you know, time yeah. together. Uh, I, I think probably, right. As anybody else feel like, you know, you know, it wouldn't be great to have Abby and, you know, on, on a, like at the corner couch and we're just hanging out and having coffee and she's just <laughs> hanging out for a couple hours. Like, I think that's what would happen with Abby and I would be like, Oh yeah, probably. Uh, right. Right. I'll miss the rest of the, you know, the summit. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. Right. Um, yeah. And so what would you share with someone who's maybe even hasn't, let's say, uh, maybe this part of the part of what you want to share anyhow, but hasn't really explored or has been afraid to explore how maybe something like whatever trauma, I mean, because everyone's definition of trauma is different, is affecting them. Like, what's next then? Like, what was your next step? What's our next step? What do we do? Yeah, absolutely. And um, there is a next step and there is hope. And this is what I hope to convey through my story, right? Through sharing from like really on the other side now, you know, of, of kind of this experience. Um, and really the thing for me was when I talked about kind of that light being shattered in me, what it really meant was that there was a deep disconnection that happened with myself and spirit. And the first step that I really had to do um, was start to reconnect with myself, right? With that, that with that little me that, um, you know, she was always, she's always been in there. She has always been inside of me. Um, there's always been a faint little voice, um, you know, just yearning to be heard, yearning to be validated, yearning to be believed, um, you know, but at that time, I was just so disconnected that um, I just didn't listen to her, right? And I just numbed and, you know, just did the things that were just so toxic for, for that situation, right? And, um, you know, in order for me to start putting the pieces of myself back together um, through my healing and, and recovery journey was, it's, it's been a journey of reconnection with self, right? And that has been a huge process. Um, and that's involved some mind sh mindset shifts that I, I want to share with anyone. Um, because again, like, like we talk, I talk specifically about my struggles with um, addiction in the form of alcohol was the main was the main for me. But let's face it, we all have vices, we all have things that you know, um, that we turn to, right, when when things are uncomfortable, there's, you know, drugs, alcohol, sex, relationships, shopping, gambling, food, video games, all that stuff, right? And right. the excessive use of these vices is usually, from my experience, um, is, is a distraction, right, to numb and to, to not feel and to distract ourselves from the things that we're deeply ashamed of, um, the traumas or some other deep rooted issues, right? Because we all experience things, um, you know, in our childhood, in our adulthood, none of us, like I always talk about this, you know, none of us leave this earth unscathed, you know, we, we, we go through things and, and, um, you know, it's up to us. Like, I know I took full ownership and responsibility when I just got so sick and tired of living the way I was living, you know, like just literally a zombie life and autopilot. Right. And, um, and I just, I knew it, for me, it was a life or death situation and I knew things needed to change. And, you know, the first thing that I needed to break free from was from shame and isolation. And that, that was my first mindset shift. And the, the, the way that I was able to do that was when I began my journey, um, and I stripped away all of the numbing uh, mechanisms and I started to choose to finally acknowledge that little, you know, voice that was inside of me and, and actually go in there and, um, you know, reconnect with self, with her, I call her my little me, um, you know, listen to her, validate her, acknowledge her, love on her, sit with her through the pain. Um, you know, that was really deep, dark work. Um, and it was, but it was so transformative. 
Um, you know, and it really did break her invisibility and my invisibility. Um, you know, and yeah, so that was like the, one of the, the, the first steps and it, it's a continuous process, um, you know, because we're talking about a lifetime, a lifetime of, yeah, of, of unacknowledgement and of, of, um, of just, yeah, just of, of numbing, right? Like I'm eight and a half years into my journey, but we're talking about like, I started the journey when I was 29, right? And so there was a lot of years that went in there of like, just not that just that pure disconnection, right? Um, and then the, th the second thing was to break free from isolation because um, when I think back to those times, you know, growing up and, and, you know, that little girl crying for help, one of the big, big emotions that I really felt through it all was loneliness. Like I, like I was the only one um, that no one understood what I was going through, um, all of that stuff, right? Um, because it's, we're, it's so shrouded in, in, in shame and secrecy when it comes to, you know, sexual violence, sexual abuse, um, alcoholism, addiction, all those kind of things are very highly stigmatized. So you don't often hear, you know, very raw, real stories about these kind of things, right? Especially as a young girl, I never saw, I didn't have a, a a, a mentor or somebody to a role model to really look up to and say, Hey, I see myself in that person and, you know, look where she's at. Right. And so, um, you know, one of the first, like I talk about the power and um, really how transformative it was for me to start seeking help, you know, and, and start connecting with other people who had a similar background as me, you know, support groups, um, uh, therapies, that kind of a thing. And my experience in those groups was incredible. Um, and that's why I've, it's led me down this, this passion of, of now pursuing now to become a facilitator. So I, I could be, uh, I could facilitate safe spaces for people to come together and heal through their stories. Um, there's a, a quote that I, I love. I heard, I just saw this recently. It says shame dies when stories are told in safe places. And that's exactly what happened when I entered into these kind of rooms and we all started to heal through the power of sharing our stories. And, you know, the, the, the shame, the guilt, the loneliness, the isolation just started to just break free. Right. And, um, you know, it was very, very powerful, very powerful, um, you know, because ultimately what I witnessed time and time again is that we all just yearn to be seen and heard, to be believed and loved. Right. And so um, but that love starts with with ourselves. I so those are the that. kind of the, the first two keys. <laughs> and so it's one, uh, because I know that you uh, probably don't see this um, in the chat. And so um, I mean, I'm an empath for those who probably know. And I'm overwhelmed by the love. Sorry. That is in the chat for you. Mm. I'm not apologizing for the tears, anyone, just so you know. I think that we often don't receive that. And so this is an incredible uh, hug for you, right? Thank you. Nelson is saying to you, uh, she's a gift to this world. Nelson, I can tell. And Marcia or Marsha, I apologize. Is saying um, your current, I'll just scroll up. Wait. Oh, your current strength shows what a growth journey you have been on uh, in your life. And thank you for sharing your path with us. And so I just think it's really important, you know, as being a, one of the hosts to acknowledge the love, um, the love that's here for you. And I think all of us have this opportunity to receive that. And what I, what I really wanted to share with uh, people who are listening afterwards or someone who's thinking about recovery or facing, you know, their addictions and deciding to be in a recovery program 
and uh, is that um, if you isolate yourself, right, the recovery is so darn hard. Mm -hmm. But if you really, like you said, you found the groups, you did, you, you know, you were doing the work, you did the work, but you found the groups, you found people to, to support you so that the shame would die when stories are told in safe spaces. And so, mm -hmm. um, so I, I apologize for the interruption, but as in not, not really, yeah. um, <laughs> really want to do that now. Because I did that, everyone, we have, uh, so uh, Abby, we have like four minutes left. Yeah. Yeah. I just want I to give that. you a timeline. So please share your third point. Yes, and, uh, yeah, absolutely. Thank you. thank you. Thank you. I just, I could spend oh, the next five minutes just with gratitude, but um, I do want to get this important point out because it's very important. And the last point was just to cultivate self-love and acceptance, right? And um, really that was the work of doing the, the inner work of reconnecting with myself and starting to build that relationship with myself and there was many ways that I started to do that. There was daily disciplines that to this day, I still do. Um, and these, these old stories, they die hard, you know, like they are wired in our, in our brains and our thoughts. And once we become aware of these old stories, we have the ability to disrupt them. And the, one of the most powerful ways that we can disrupt these old stories that I found was with our input. And so things like reading, writing, journaling, I, I'm, a, I'm a huge writer, like obviously I'm a published author. I'm, it's so healing for me, meditation, breath work, um, you know, like whatever your spiritual practice of connecting with the higher power is, you know, do that, um, right. And, and get in community and, and, and also the physical, like I am like my husband and I were both junkies for like personal personal care you know like massage and acupuncture and and chiro all those kind of things so that our spiritual mental and physical well-being well-being comes first right and it's really been a huge journey of rewriting um the neural pathways right and it's been tremendous um and it's been largely due to the commitment that i've had in in my personal development my healing and my growth and the more i acknowledge these painful stories from the past um, the more I learned to properly cope with them. And I started to see positive outcomes from, from it in, in, in all the best ways, right? And so the more I invested in myself and committed to these daily disciplines, I felt self-worth, self-love, belief in myself, um, and it just all began to blossom and it, and it continues to blossom, right? So those yeah. were, those are in a nutshell, <laughs> my three things. Yeah, right, in a nutshell, I was like, <laughs> and so the, so Kim dropped your, your gift. So thank you so much for, um, the, and this is amazing. So Abby's free gift is a soul guide to begin your healing journey through self-discovery um and i love that and so in a minute uh can you tell us within a minute what is what is that about like i mean i read the words and i mean it's like oh that's for me but yeah. like someone someone wasn't you know was like what does what does that mean mm -hmm. like tell us about your gift yeah I talked about acknowledgement and that's really what it is. It's really a, a journal prompted guide to sit down with yourself and your thoughts and to really start to do a kind of a scan of some hard hitting questions that I, that I ask in there for you to reflect on so that you can zone in on what are the areas in my life that I want to change? And, and, you know, and what, what are like, just even starting with that, right? Like, what are the things I've been running away from, you know, the stories, the pain, all that kind of stuff, right? Just bringing awareness to the discomfort so that once we're aware of it, we can do something about it. Perfect. Mm -hmm. And so we had our one minute to cue music, um, everyone. Uh, next up, actually, on my track is, is empty. Uh, I have the opportunity to speak next. So I'll see you on whatever side that is. Thank you so much, Abby. Um, you're, you are a gift. I can feel the love. Thank you, everyone, for joining us and supporting Abby. 
Kim, thank you so much for being who you are. Kim is the produ- uh, producing this one. Love you much, girlfriend. And let's take it away and I'll meet you all. Thank you for joining us for another amazing session on the Clarity Confidence Connection Summit, where women break through barriers, unlock their next level of success, and build bonds with other badass business owners. For recordings of all sessions, plus an amazing VIP gift bundle full of courses and resources from our knowledgeable speakers, you can upgrade to a VIP ticket for only $97. If you have any questions or run into any challenges during the summit, email our support team at breakthrough at clarityconfidenceconnection.com. Stay tuned. We have another fantastic speaker coming right up.